welcome to another episode of Creating Powerful Impact. I'm your host, Shay Wheat, founder of Grace and Ease Productions, where we support entrepreneurs just like you with event-based marketing and sales strategies that allow you to build your authority, your credibility, and your visibility in the industry. And I'm excited to introduce you to today's guest because she's somebody else that is a part of that visibility that is so important in your business. So today we have Alessandra Polina, who is the founder of Quotable Media Co., a PR and media agency, which works to elevate women-led brands and produces Quotable, a female entrepreneur podcast and Quotable magazine. Please help me welcome Alessandra to the Creating Powerful Impact Sage. How are you today? Thank you so much. I'm great. How are you? Lovely, lovely. So I I want to chat about PR, a couple of different things with it. Um, is it really important? Is it important for businesses? Is it important for women-owned businesses to be thinking about PR and why? With all the other things that we have to think about in running and producing our businesses, why PR? Why is it important? I think it is an important piece of the larger visibility puzzle as like, I know you, you know, preach the importance of, um, PR is part of your marketing. It should be. And, um, the reason it's so important, I think the number one kind of thing that I could tell you that, that people will be like, yeah, actually that does make sense. Like I do need that is just that it's going to get you in front of a lot more people than Mm -hmm. you ever could. Otherwise, you know, people kind of get that they need to do their direct marketing. They know that they want to like, you know, do their social media and their email list and whatever. And those are only reaching the people who have already opted in, who are already following you and part of your community. Whereas PR is getting you in front of much larger audiences, new stages, as you'd say, and getting in front of, you know, maybe thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands, maybe even more people all at once. And so it just is a very great kind of top of the funnel place to start that then you can bring in these new audiences and you're connecting with them in a way that's going to make them understand what you're all about, get a sense of what your business is, feel out your personality, all of those things that actually help warm them up a little bit so that they're actually a warmer audience once they do follow you on social media or join your email list than they would be if they had just came across you totally randomly and were like, oh, maybe I'll follow this person, you know, maybe they're interesting. So they've already got a sense of what you're all about, which just makes everything better, I think. Yeah. And I think I also look at it as um, it's an elevated stage. It's a stage for sure, but it's like an elevated stage that automatically puts you as an expert. Right. It raises your reputation. It builds your reputation. It raises your profile. The point of, yeah, the point of PR is when you're, you're, you know, so when we talk about PR, not to backtrack a little too much, but it's, it's earned media. It's somebody else saying that you're important enough to profile or feature or spotlight in this way. So it really adds a whole nother level of kind of trust to the people who find out about it. It really positions you as an expert in a different way. It's not just you saying, you know, Mm -hmm. that you're great at something or telling people, you know, how to do something. It's really an, an outside third party platform that's usually a platform that the audience already knows, likes, and trusts, telling them or, you know, introducing them to you. And so it really adds that extra layer of 
you know, this is someone you should pay attention to. And it, and it really adds that clout to, to your brand or your business. Yeah. Well, and then you can easily repurpose the heck out of it. <laughs> yeah. So right? like people, if you're... for people who spend time, a lot of time on their marketing, I'm like, this is like, this will help you so much because you already know the importance of like having content. Mm-hmm. You can repurpose this into so much other content, even if you want to only think about it that way. Because I know for some people, that's an easier way to kind of wrap your mind around it. That's yeah, it's totally worth it. Even if it's just to create all this other content for your marketing channels and then use Mm -hmm. that. And again, it's stronger than if it's just Mm -hmm. something you were saying yourself. Yeah. Well, and you know, if you were choosing between one person and another person and you had as seen on X, Y, and Z and all of these other outlets, it's like, oh, okay, well, I think I'm going to lean this direction. Because they have that extra backing, like you were saying before. Yeah. And even more than even in addition to like the as seen on and knowing, you know, oh, they must know what they're talking about if they were seen here. It's also just, again, a chance for people to like really get to know your personality more. So if they're deciding between you and someone else and they get to, even if it's just hearing you on a podcast, I mean, especially if it's hearing you on a podcast, that's, you can really get your personality. People really feel like they get, like, they feel like they know you once they've heard you speak, you know, mm-hmm. or if you're, you know, do an interview on, even if it's, this is what I tell people, even if it's like a super niche blog or something and it's maybe doesn't have hundreds of thousands of of followers or or views but it could be a piece that has great seo and that you can share it can be part of your client pipeline even and people can see that and feel like they've really gotten a chance to dig in and get to know you more when they're deciding between you and someone else and for that reason alone i think even you know even if nobody reads it the day it goes live it's something you can use that will really help bring in you know whatever you're looking for new clients new customers whatever that may be. Yeah. Now, is there a way to like just continually have it build for you? Like, is there a holistic approach to building PR at all? Or like, what's the best way? Do we need magazines? Do we need to be on radio spots? Do like what, what works best? Does it really just depend on you and your niche and where your people are? It it does depend. I I do advocate for a holistic PR strategy like in general. Like that is one thing people definitely hear me talk about. So I think that, you know, hitting a mix of different things because there's different kind of reasons, right? That I love each. And you can absolutely go into it and say, hey, I just want to be, I just want to do a podcast tour, right? Like people do do that. People might've heard of people doing that only being on podcasts for whatever reason, like that could be fine. But I think in many cases, like trying to get a mix is great because again, it's, you know, TV news can get you in front of so many people so fast that talk about clout, right? If you can say you were on, like you're, even if it's just your local, you know, TV segment news, a morning show, or like the magazine style segment, sometimes they'll do depending on where you are, right. And what your market mm-hmm. is, um, those are, you know, it's something that's going to air once and then you know, that's it kind of, but like, of course, you know, your, your listeners would know to, you know, capture that clip and link to it on, on your website and all of this and that. But, you know, I have had, you know, we have nonprofit clients go on a segment and immediately afterwards, they'll get like a huge spike in donations because people mm-hmm. find out about that story. And that's just a great example. Like, even if you're not a nonprofit, that just really shows that people pay attention when you're on, when you're on TV for example, right? But then that link is going to be harder to find. Like that's not going to pop up as much if somebody searches you later on. Um, 
you know, I mean, it still will be there. And of course you're going to share it. But like, as I said, even if you're on a super niche blog, but it's like very great for SEO for your words, it might've hit less people, but it's going to be popping up for years to come. Somebody might see that years from now and decide to hire you based on the article they saw. Um, And then as we said, like podcasts or radio, people get to hear your voice. People really connect with you in a different way. So I really think that a mix is usually a great way to go. Um, And you have to also think about different ways to reach your publics too, right? Even if it's not these kind of traditional media outlets. It could even be cross promotions or hosting an event with someone else, um, speaking on on stages, all of those kinds of things I think of as part of that, that public relations mix as well. So, mm-hmm. and I think, you know, they all add into building your, repu- your brand reputation. Yeah. One of, one of our clients um, was on the, the local news station. So she had a book that she was launching and she ended up getting on the local news station. And because of that, they kind of like had her in the database and called her back multiple times when certain things were coming up years later, because she'd done it years before. And they're like, oh, yeah, she was great and amazing. Right. And so every single time, then she kind of got another bump and another hit and just kind of started to reach the masses more, uh, which I thought was fascinating. So not only was she taking it, repurposing it, putting it on her websites, uh, putting it out in, in her marketing efforts, but then other radio stations, other um, news stations, excuse me, were like, oh, um, I would love for you to come on. Or if she was doing a tour, she was doing an event in a different city, she would go and be like, hey, I'm going to be in your city. I'm doing this event. You know, do you want me on your TV show type of thing? And they're like, yeah, sure. Why not? That would be amazing. And just gives a little extra pop. Yeah. And especially with TV, once you've done it and they, you have that as a clip that, you know, that's an example you can, cause then you can, you, it's an example of how you speak. It's an example of how you come across on camera. It's like, if you can do that well, you can use that as an example to almost anything else that you want to pitch. And they're gonna be like, oh yeah, she like knows what she's doing and she's an expert. Like if that station trusted that she was enough to have her on and then we can see she did great. She, she speaks well, whatever, like, you know, in terms of like being able to give good takeaways and um, connect with the audience. Sound bites, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you can absolutely then use that too, to go, to go bigger, to go into different markets, to go maybe, you know, more regional or even national TV. You can kind of use that to pitch yourself kind of farther. Yeah. I mean, we have another client that ended up um, being on uh, Netflix uh, Goop, Sex, Love and Goop, because she had had the PR in the past. Right. So it can it can take you really, really far places for sure. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love it. So, okay, that's kind of the the medium of like TV and podcasts. So they're seeing and hearing you. But what about like magazine? Like, is that, is that still a thing? Like, do, do people still show up on magazines? Is it helpful? Like, why would you want it, want to do a magazine? Tell us about that. Well, let me just say, I mean, yes, magazines are, are great. I still think, um, there's definitely less of them, you know, when it comes to like a print magazine, there's less now than there were before. And it seems like less and less all the time because, it's expensive basically, right? Like people are cutting costs. Print is, you know, everything's shrinking kind of when it comes to print. Um, But I, and so it makes it harder to get into. It makes it, you know, sometimes they'll have less issues. And, you know, even if it's, even if it's 12 once a month, you know, and like a major glossy magazine that fills up so quick, you know, so you got to really have 
a great way to get in there um, if we're talking like mainstream print magazines, but it makes it that much more special. And I'll mm-hmm. tell you, and, and I, you know, anything that's in print ends up going out online too these days. So it's not like you're like, oh, it's just in print. And then like, you know, if people throw away the magazine, it's done. Like it's still going to live on forever online too. Um, but I will tell you like from a, like a PR perspective my clients and then also what we will probably get into like we started our own print magazine my my company which you mentioned at the very beginning because one thing we'd always noticed with clients was there's just something about being in like the glossy pages of a print magazine Mm -hmm. even if only you know even if less people see it than if you're on the you know the news there's something about it feels so special to most business owners. Like that really feels great. People love to see themselves in the pages of a magazine. And yeah, I mean, I don't know, you know, you can look at what the numbers say, what the actual like conversion is from someone who's seen you there, whatever. I don't even care because all I know is my clients have always loved to be in the pages of a magazine. And if it's just for that kind of ego boost, Hey, that's, that's fine too. That can be your outcome. But also, I mean, we know there's more than just that. But yeah, I mean, I think for nothing, if nothing else, it's it's still really special to be in, in a print magazine. Um, and that's why we ended up even creating one just because we felt like there weren't enough opportunities for that. And there's just something about it. Like once people are in a magazine, they really feel like, oh yeah, like I could do this. Like I can be in other things now. Like I, it, it's really like a validating Stepping stone, so to speak. Yeah. And it's not necessarily easier though. So I don't want to make it sound like that should be like your first stone necessarily. I mean, a smaller magazine like ours. And I mean, our magazine is focused on female entrepreneurship. So we love to to feature as many as we can. But you know, you're not going to necessarily go to Cosmo as like your stepping stone, right? But yeah, no, I mean, I think that, you know, it can be tough, but it's still absolutely worth it. And people do find great, great value in it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think you're right. It is online and print. And if you happen to have a brick and mortar, like how great would it be when somebody walks into your office and they're like, oh, you're featured as a part of this magazine, right? So then it's something that they're flipping through. Um, it probably also supports you in all of your other PR efforts of like, this is where I've been featured and this is what I'm a part of to get you the next thing and kind of goes into that holistic piece that you're talking about earlier, right? Exactly. Yep. I love it. Okay. Um, If we could talk about like, maybe you have an example or a success story um, or something that somebody's utilized PR to kind of like just really expand their business beyond what they thought (laughs) could possibly imagine um, or any fun ways that they are utilizing their PR that maybe we haven't thought about before? Oh my gosh, such a good question. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think if you mean like a current client of ours or just somebody that I've seen do it well. Either. Um, I mean, I don't know about a specific one I want to call out, but I I have seen, I will say I've seen there's a, a several small businesses in the area where I live. Um, And some of them are ones we've worked with and some aren't. Like, I think a lot of people are realizing they can do some of this themselves too, which I think is a great um, kind of point to touch on too. You don't need to hire an agency. Um, But I find that in general too, the, there's been a lot of 
a, a little shift in the media lately, especially in like local media, where they're really interested in telling these stories of smaller businesses or, or really impactful businesses, um, women-owned businesses or, um, you know, solopreneurs or like, you know, businesses that are started by one person, not necessarily like these big companies, big corporations. Um, and it's felt a little bit more accessible for people to get in the door there. They've been able to make introductions to some of these media a little bit I don't know if it's easier or if it's just that they've been trying more. Maybe I've been inspiring them. I don't know. Um, but I've also seen it with some of the clients that we've pitched um, where it's just there's just more opportunities for some of these st smaller stories. And they've taken it from, like, as we said, getting in maybe a, a local news segment and then kind of taking that and pitching somewhere else and getting in another one until they've been in like several TV, radio and print spots. And then, and on also starting with podcasts, I think the main takeaway is once you get started, like it feels easier. It's kind of like, as we already kind of touched on before, once you have something, it's a stepping stone to something else. Right. And I've just really seen that happening a lot with people in general. Um, yeah. So once you get going, sorry to really cut you off there, but no, um, I'm, I'm wondering, like, I can hear the audience probably going, okay, that sounds great and amazing. And I'm, I'm interested in having PR, but it's like, what do I say? Or what is the pitch? Or like, I would assume the media pretty much wants you to be like, here's your story, like on a silver platter, but how do we craft it in a way that they're going to be like, oh yes, that's the one I want versus somebody else. Exactly. You hit the nail on the head. That's what you have to figure out. And that's why, you know, it, that that's the hard part, but it doesn't have to be hard. It depends what your story is. But yeah, you have to approach it assuming that, you know, unless you're like a super innovative company where, you know, nobody else is creating the thing that you create. But for most of us, that's not the case, to be honest. Most of us are doing something that other people are also doing and doing well. So it really is what is that differentiating factor for you? What is that part of your story that will make you be the most interesting to talk about it right now. And I tell people, assume going into it that they're receiving three or, or five other pitches mm -hmm. from someone who does the same thing that you do today. Mm -hmm. And think about why would they pick you over those five other people who technically have expertise in the same space, right? So we have to think about what is that differentiating factor for you and what makes you stand out. And it could be it could be even partly, you know, pointing out that you have done this before, that you have, you know, experience and including the, the clip to something else so they can see that you actually maybe could be the most articulate about it. It could be that you have some really interesting piece to your story. I mean, we all have something and it totally depends on what you are, what it is that makes your clients or customers excited to to work with you. Mm -hmm. But uncovering yeah. that is really important and, and, and adding that to your pitch. So we just need you to pull it out of us. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Beautiful. Well, um, as we start to wrap up here, what is the best way that somebody could, you know, ask for some support, some assistance? Um, you know, do you happen to also have like a gift for our audience to check out what it is that you all do? Yeah, I mean, we do. We do a lot. So if anybody wants support, I mean, first of all, I would just say, um, just it's about accountability if you want to do this like on your own. So even if you just find a friend of yours who's also a business owner or something and wants to do it too and say, hey, once a week, let's send out a pitch to some of our media. Like, I think that's a great place to start. If you want 
support from us. I mean, we have a, a PR program, a, like a bootcamp program um, where we, it's, you know, videos, basically an online course, but then we have live workshops as well. Um, and, t- you know, templates, media lists, everything like that to help get you started. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can add, we can add a link to that if people want to check it out. Um, and I didn't even tell you, I mean, I think you mentioned this at the beginning too, but I would also just mention that people can join, listen to my podcast for free. And we talk about PR on there all the time. So there's a lot of information there if people like to listen. Um, and also I wanted to let people know they can find our magazine on, um, online. Um, you can just, you can view it online for free if people want to check that out. So beautiful. Okay. So we'll have all of the links for those resources in the show notes, make sure that you check them all out. And last question for you is what is a takeaway or memorable note you'd like to leave our audience with today? I think it's just that, you know, your story can be so powerful to Mm -hmm. somebody else in the world. And it's, it's really important to tell it. It's really important to put yourself out there. I think as, as business owners, and especially as women, sometimes we're like, hold back a little bit about trying to, trying to put ourselves out there. We, We can feel a little funny about that. But think about when you've seen someone else's story and been inspired by it and what that's motivated you to go out and do. And I think that's that's so powerful. I think we all owe it to, you know, the world to share our stories and inspire someone else because there's someone out there who probably needs to hear it. And I think just thinking about it that way can can get you get you there. Beautiful. I love it. Thank you so much for being with us today. And I want to thank our audience for joining us on another episode of Creating Powerful Impact. I'm excited for you to take all of these lessons and resources that you've learned here today, start implementing them, get you some PR so that you can create even more impact in your world. Until next time, have an outstanding rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening to the Creating Powerful Impact podcast. If you are a successful coach, speaker, author, or thought leader who would like to be on this program, simply visit creatingpowerfulimpact.com forward slash guest. If you are someone who got something out of this interview, would you please do me a favor and share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your socials. Also, if you know somebody that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag creating powerful impact. I love seeing all of your posts and great guest selections. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content to make sure you don't miss any episodes. Go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show, and they really mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more about us? Head on over to our website, graceandeaseproductions.com, or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. Just look for Grace and Ease Productions on your favorite platform. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.